There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, this is the Lombardi Line, Hour 2 on a Thursday, this January 26th. I say the date, Michael Lombardi, as we welcome you back here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, because I'm sure most of saw, if you saw social media today at all, uh, RIP Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and I believe seven others, uh, three years ago today when Kobe passed away, which is wild if you think about it. So three years ago today, Kobe Bryant and those eight others passed away on that fateful helicopter flight. So sad day, but just wanted to mention that yeah. as bring a little perspective to our day here. Okay. No yeah. way, yeah, no hard. doubt. Yeah, it really was. I, you still remember. That's one of those kind of remember where you were situations, I a do. seminal moment. Where were you? I was a Sunday. I was in the movie yep. theater. I was watching that World War One movie. I forget what it was called. 1917? Uh, 1917 and then we went to dinner afterwards millie and i we went to dinner afterwards at our the restaurant that we all go to that's right around here called Stephen cookies and we sat at the counter because on sunday they have they have like specials during the uh, off season and sunday sunday gravy they call it so it's like pasta day and so we went there and that's when we heard the news it was just devastating horrible yeah i mean just terrible you know it's and i and i have spoken at that you know that that I uh, have been uh, out there to where that club, not club, it's the health center, you know, where he where he was that he took over, that, that he basically took over. I knew the owner that he kind of invested with, so I knew exactly where that area was from being out there and, and, and having a part of it. It was just, it was, wasn't very good. I mean, it's just horrible. Yeah, I don't think there's been an athlete that's meant more to a city than Kobe Bryant to Los Angeles. You can't go a couple of miles here and any part of the city in Los Angeles without seeing a mural, some yeah. sort of memorial to the great Kobe Bean Bryant. So yeah, uh, yeah. On, on three years ago today. So we think about that for perspective and we get back into the betting and this one, no way, no doubt. So in this segment, we're going to recap some of the biggest news items across the NFL. If you disagree, it's no way. If Michael, you agree, of course, it's no doubt. The first one, the betting market is overreacting to Patrick Mahomes' injury. No way or no doubt? 
Uh, you know, I think there's no doubt they're going to overreact because that's what we do. We overreact, you know, and because we don't have information that's really reliable, right? We know the Chiefs' job is to make it seem like he's healthy. We also know from experience how hard high, the high ankle sprains are to overcome and to play the next week. I can remember Rob Gronkowski when they played the game in, in Indianapolis. Remember, he got the high ankle against Baltimore over by the Baltimore sideline, kind of a similar situation. And he played in the game two weeks later, but he wasn't the same player because he needed to change direction and cut. He couldn't do it. I've mentioned the story about Jeremy Macklin in Kansas City who got a high ankle against the Texans and then came up to New England and played, but he couldn't change direction, you know. So I think that what will happen is, and I was told this reliably, and when I say reliably, somebody that, that has contact in that building, that he'll he'll be able to play and it won't affect him. Now, whether that's true or not, whether that's the rhetoric you want to come out, but we always overreact. There's no doubt we always overreact. Okay. After, again, at BetMGM, the Chiefs open a point-and-a-half favorite. The line then flipped to the Bengals in their favor at minus one and flipped back off the news yesterday that he was feeling pretty good. Chiefs are laying one right now, so... No way, no doubt. Next one. And we, t- we touched on this in the previous segment, but the coaching battle will be the most important matchup in the NFC Championship game. No way, no doubt. No doubt. It's going to be the most important. It's going to be how you adjust to it, how you handle it, how you're able to be adaptive, and how your players are able to respond to what you need them to do to change it, right? So there's no doubt the coaching in this game because when you get two teams with this much talent, with this much confidence and mental toughness, then how you adapt during the game is ultimately going to be the case. And we know this. The Eagles can play any style. They can throw it. They can run it. San Francisco can throw the ball out of play action and run it. So we got two teams that are really can play right or left-handed. It's going to be what team has to play a little bit outside their comfort zone or what coaches make the adjustment to make them play outside their comfort zone. So – I think it's going to be a huge coaching matchup. I don't really – I mean, look, Shanahan against Gannon, I favor Shanahan. Gannon's going to have to do some different things. He's going to have to adjust. Then when you look at, at, at Shane Strickland and versus D'Amico Ryans, you know, one thing about D'Amico's team is he's pretty static, so you kind of know what you're getting into. But I think it's going to come down to can Lane Johnson stay healthy? Is he going to be able to make it through the whole game? You know, and I think there's teams that – that San Francisco's watched, Indianapolis, Chicago, that kind of run their style a little bit and try to get some information out of that to help them. Okay. We continue here on the Lombardi line. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. No way, no doubt with Michael Lombardi. So teams have begun conducting second rounds of interviews. Of course, that's happened, but we haven't had a head coaching hire. What's the reason for it? And no way, no doubt, we will get the first head coaching hire of the offseason before the Pro Bowl. No way, no doubt. I don't know when the Pro Bowl is, but maybe you can take a shot at it. I think the Pro Bowl is the week between the games, I think. I'm not sure. No doubt we're going to – a week from Sunday. No doubt we're going to get one. I wouldn't be surprised if the Carolina Panthers make their decision within the next 48 hours. You know, hmm. I think that's probably what – I think there's no doubt we'll get some – I think there's a couple coach, couple teams, Houston, you know, uh, are talking to coaches in the playoffs. So that's going to take some time. If D'Amico Ryans loses this week or Jonathan Gannon loses this week, I think next week we'll get some clarity on some other jobs. 
But that being said, I, I think the question is, where is Sean Payton going to end up? And I get the sense it's going to be back in at Fox. I mean, you know, it sounds like Denver, I thought that would be an easy one. But look, Denver doesn't have a first-round pick to give up. You know, they don't have a first-round pick to give up, so where are they going? And we should reiterate, what exactly will a team have to give up to get Peyton? I think they're going to have to give up a mid-first-round pick. So if Carolina did it, would, would they allow Carolina to trade that pick down before they got it? So let, let's say Carolina wants to hire Sean Payton. Okay, then Carolina calls up a team picking in 12. Hey, we'll flip with you. Give us a three. We'll do it right now. So they get some value out of it. Then they trade the pick. Gotcha. All right, next one up. This must be a late addition as it happened right before the Lombardi line started today. The Jets hiring of Nathaniel Hackett as offensive coordinator is a deliberate attempt to lure Aaron Rodgers to New York. No way or no doubt. <laughs> no, I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think there's I think that you've got to put two and two together and you're going to end up uh, and end up with it. I, I think there's no doubt about that. I think they have their eyes set on him and I think there's no doubt that Mike Laf Matt LaFleur – remember, let's go through Sala. Let's understand Sala. Sala is from his best friends with Mike LaFleur, whose brother is Matt LaFleur. So who's he going to get advice from? Who's he going to turn to to really – he didn't want to fire Mike McDaniel. He didn't want to fire him. That's his guy. He had no interest in firing him. But what he's going to do is that when he needs somebody to help, he's going to turn to somebody – that he, that that knows that he could that will help him, so he turns to Mike Matt Matt Lafleur and he and he hires and he hires uh and he hires him along. He hires Nathaniel Hackett because when you study Nathaniel's career as an offensive coordinator, and this is what I said when he became the head coach, like you know when he was in Buffalo in thirteen and fourteen, they were not very good. They were in the bottom third pretty much in most statistical categories, right? And he got promoted midseason in sixteen. Uh, in Jacksonville. And then in 17 and 18 season, that's when they had that rise. And they were like in the middle of the pack offensively, but we're getting better. Then he gets fired in 18. They're, they're the bottom of the league. He got fired at 18. So like his numbers as a coordinator have never been impressive. Never. But once he touched that LaFleur magic with Aaron Rodgers. So if you're hiring this without Rodgers, you look at those numbers, you say, wait a minute. So there's got to be one plus one equals two here. You know, the other piece of the Rodgers story would be, do you think the Packers are excited or ready to move forward with Jordan Love? I don't think so. I know Big Daddy's not. And he's back in the country now. So, I mean, and he was always in the country. He was in Hawaii, but now he can raise a stink. I, I can't imagine that. I mean, look, you know, you are where you are as a team like, if you go to Jordan Love, are you going to really think you're going to get better? Well, maybe they say, hey, well, we not, we'll win nine games. We won nine games with Rodgers. And now we'll get all these draft picks for him, and we'll turn a guy who's at the end of his career into a lot of picks. I mean, from a business standpoint, it makes a lot of sense, right? If you don't think Rodgers can win one more Super Bowl for you, wouldn't this be tragic as Packer fans that you've had two of the top, let's say the top, 10 quarterbacks in the history that's ever played this game, you've won two Super Bowls. Yeah. You know, and for all those people that's, and for all those people that say, if it wasn't for Brady, Belichick would never win. How do they defend that? 
How do they defend that? How would you defend what our very own Sean King said about Tom Brady and his regression as far as skill set? I think Sean's watching him, and I don't. I think Sean's making the case that he wasn't very good. Which I think, if you understand who Tom is completely, then you know he needs a nickel back, he needs a slot receiver, and he needs a tight end. He didn't have any of those, and you better protect him. Like, like Tom's not a roll the ball out and play. Aaron Rodgers at his age isn't just a roll the ball out and play guy. Mahomes roll the ball out and play, but he may be the only one. Burrow, I mean, Burrow's a good player, but look, he's got some really good skill around him now. Yeah, no way, no doubt. There's no doubt about that, but we shall see. I My assumption is, and I, I think you've been a, on the same train of thought here, that we will see Brady in 2023. I don't think we're going to see him I, in Tampa. Oh, we're definitely not seeing him. I could say we're not seeing him in Tampa, but I don't know where we're going to see him. Looks like the mystery remains open with two all-time greats, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. And that's no doubt, no way, no doubt there, Michael Lombardi. When we come back, professional handicapper Mike Samich, he's got picks and he's got a pro tip for you. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to the Lombardi line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's BetMGM, the king of sports books. I tell you all the time, they've reconfigured that app so the in-game experience is super efficient. Make sure you check it out. Visit BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app right now. Got to be 21 years or older. Remember, if you're in Vegas, you bring your Nevada ID to any MGM property. You'll be ready to bet within minutes. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. 
Check out the King of Sportsbooks, longtime sponsor of the Lombardi line. Okay, we welcome you back. Michael Lombardi there. We've got Mike Palm coming up in about 17 minutes. Right now, professional handicapper Mike Samich, RacingDudes.com, joins us. And he's been red hot. 5-1 and one last week on the show. He's 8-3 and three in the postseason since week 17 at VEASAN.com for subscribers in the Lombardi line. Samich is 15-4. and four. So I know you're not a dude that toots your own horn, but it's been a hell of a run. Welcome. Uh, thanks, guys. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a blast. Love the playoffs. It's fun when you can just dive into a couple games, and it's uh, it's nice when you get them right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, that's it's better. The best. It's better when you get them right. There's no doubt about it. So let's try to get a few right. You've got one, two, three, four plays, a couple of props in the mix. But let's start with a side. You're going to lay the two and a half with Philly in the early game, uh, hosting San Francisco here. Yeah, I am. I, this is a spot where Philadelphia is just going to be a little bit more rested here. You've got a team that came off the bye and got a pretty easy win against the, the New York Giants, got to play a day earlier than San Francisco last week. San Francisco, on the other hand, faced a pretty tough Cowboys game, uh, and now they're going to have to travel across the country and go and play in Philadelphia. But when you look at these two teams, what really jumps out to me, and they're both top 10, both offensively and defensively in DVOA, but faced the 31st and 32nd ranked schedule. San Francisco faced their real first defensive test with Brock Purdy last weekend against the Cowboys. I felt like there were a few chinks in the armor there. He almost threw a couple picks, was able to get away with it. And now you're starting to see injuries mount up, specifically in the backfield for San Francisco, which has me concerned. McCaffrey got banged up last week. We saw that Elijah Mitchell, probably not 100%. The McCaffrey's carry specifically went all the way down to 10 they're going to have to run the ball to be able to protect Brock Purdy in this situation. Philadelphia has an excellent pass rush. If they are able to just start teeing off on Brock Purdy and San Francisco struggles rushing the ball, it could become a very long day for the San Francisco 49ers team. I think this Philly crowd is going to be hyped up. And I liked what I saw last weekend um, from uh, from Philadelphia's quarterback. I thought Hurts played very well in that playoff game. We saw him struggle last year, first playoff game against Tampa. It looked like he's turned the corner. Should be an interesting game. Should you see a lot of runs here? I would lean toward playing the under in this spot, but I'm going to go with Philly and just lay the two and a half. Yeah, I, I think I, if you said to me, what am I doing? I'm doing that too. I, I said that today. I, I just think when you break this game down, Purdy's going to have to play in the game in a drop back pass game. And I think if the Eagles start fast and get the lead and he has to throw the ball, I think it favors Philadelphia for all the conversation about how great, how great the uh, offensive line is for San Francisco. They are when they can play their game. They're not when it's a drop back game. Yeah, I'd be very scared if, if the 49ers got behind in this spot, which is something that Philadelphia has been able to do to multiple opponents all year long. If Philly's able to get up, let's say, 7, 10 points, and all of a sudden this is on Brock Purdy to move the football down the field, I think he's in a lot of trouble. I mentioned those running back injuries. They've been able to rely on that run game ever since Brock Purdy became the starting quarterback. McCaffrey is undefeated on this team. He came in two or three games before Purdy did. If McCaffrey's not healthy, if Elijah Mitchell's not able to run the ball, all of a sudden you're going to see a different San Francisco offense. And that just is a recipe for disaster against a really good Philadelphia defense. Okay. Stick with the game. We'll go prop. I think you're going back to the well with your boy Debo. You're going to go Debo Samuel over 19 and a half rush yards. This was probably the most fun prop I've had all year. We had him uh, the first week of the playoffs. He went over, I think it was like 11 minutes into the first quarter. We were already over the 12 and a half total. You've seen this tick up a little bit. Uh, I believe it was 17 and a half last week. Now we're up to 19 and a half this week. I think this is a great spot for him. He got three rushes in that first playoff game, got four last game. 
He's their best option in the backfield at this point with both of the injuries to McCaffrey and to Elijah Mitchell. I would be surprised if he doesn't get five or six rushes. And he's got the ability to break one and get over this 19 and a half total. I think you're going to see Debo Samuels get more carries than he has in the previous two games. They're going to have to rely on their superstars, especially their ones that are healthy. And Debo has a little bit of an ankle issue, but he's been playing through it anyway. I expect him to get much more of a workload here in this championship game. So give me that Debo Samuels over 19 and a half rush yards here. You know, follow the rule. In big games, your best players must play their best. I agree. Okay. Next one up, the Chiefs. Now, let's combine your Chiefs play with your pro tip, okay? So Mike Samich has sent us a pro tip for today. It says, trust your year-long numbers. We have three data points that show the Chiefs would be a five, five-and-a-half-point favorite with a healthy Mahomes. Don't overreact to one-week sample size. So let's go ahead. There you see, for those that uh, visually help uh, learn, let's talk about Chiefs lane one and not overreacting here. We talked quite a bit on the show last week about overreactions you saw from week to week. Cincinnati looked phenomenal in Buffalo, but that Buffalo team at at this point in the season is a shell of what they were early in the season. They weren't able to rush the passer. They weren't able to move the football through the air. You saw Diggs get absolutely shut down. And, And people are overreacting to that Cincinnati team that they saw in a matchup that I thought was very good for them. With these NFL markets, they're incredibly mature. You see so much money coming into them. You have to respect what those closing lines are and what the futures markets tell you. In this case, we saw Cincinnati play Kansas City. In Cincinnati, that game closed. Kansas City minus two and a half. And they were up 10 going into the, I'm sorry, up seven going into the fourth quarter. Cincinnati outscores them 10 0 in the fourth quarter, ends up winning that game 27 24. Well, if we look at that two and a half point spread, two points for home field in Cincy. So we're four and a half on a neutral two points home field Kansas City that middle season spread would have been six and a half for minus six and a half for Kansas City now let's look at last weekend Buffalo between a five and a half and six point favorite pretty much all week once we got into the the mass majority of the public money coming in if we're going to say they're five and a half six point favorite and Kansas City is your favorite in the futures market and Kansas City would have been a slight favorite to a pick them against Buffalo that should tell you that we should see a five and a half or minus six number for Kansas City in that spot as well. So everything is telling you that with a healthy Mahomes, this game was going to be, I'm guessing it was going to be minus five and a half or minus five because you did see Cincinnati get upgraded by everybody last week with a healthy Mahomes. Now, Mahomes is obviously the, the variable here that you kind of have to decide what you're going to do with. If Mahomes was out and Henny played, this game is probably plus or minus two and a half for Cincinnati, somewhere in that range. I think there's been an overreaction from what we've seen from Mahomes. He is going to go and play in this game. Now, you're not going to get 100% Mahomes. So I could see why this game is, you know, minus three for Kansas City. But to get under the key number of three, I think is really aggressive. And we're currently even under that key number of two. And I say the key number of two because two has actually fallen on more than three in the NFL in the last four seasons because of the more aggressive plays that you've seen, you've seen more people going for it on fourth down, much more two-point conversions. You've seen more funky scores, really. So two has become more and more important of a number in that sense. I just don't see how we overreact as large as we have in this spot. And people have just stopped talking about this since the offensive line. Buffalo could not take advantage of that last week. They have not had a pass rush for a while. Cincinnati can get after the passer here. I mean, they're top 10 DVOA defense, top five DVOA defense later in the year, mainly because of that pass rush. So I have a feeling Kansas City has a lot better chance of getting to Burrow than what we saw from Buffalo last week. I think you're going to see a different team, and you're also going to see a really motivated Kansas City team here. 
They know who they lost to last year in the AFC title game. They remember that game earlier in the season. I would expect to see Andy Mahomes have, or Andy Reid have a pretty good game plan for Patrick Mahomes here. Yeah, I, I mean, you're taking the words right out of my – you're meatloafing me right here. I mean, you're taking the words right <laughs> out of my mouth. I mean, that's exactly how I feel. I, I mean, I feel it down. I, I'm just going to assume it. I'm going to put binders on. I'll tell Bill AD right now, I'm taking the Eagles and taking the Chiefs. You can turn my picks in right now, Elliot. I'm not talking myself out of this. I'm not waiting until Sunday. I, I, I agree. I watched all the tape. I think that I, I, what I thought too, Mike, is I think he got to discount the championship game last year. I think he wasn't the same player by the beginning of the fourth quarter, and I think that affected the outcome of that game, and it's given us a little bit of a different look. I 100% agree. You also saw the Bengals really switch it up on him in the second half and come out with a new style of defense against Kansas City, which they ran the entire game this year. You now have a Kansas City team that's seen this style of defense for a game and a half and specifically made moves in the offseason to counteract playing this style of defense. So I think Kansas City is much more prepared in that sense and should come out. One thing I want to mention, sure, is this is a great in-game betting opportunity as well. Watch the first couple drives. If you see Kansas City run the ball, four out of five plays on the first couple drives. If you see them rely on shorter passes, not pushing it down the field, Mahomes not moving well, I think it's a great opportunity to bet the under in this game because I do think Kansas City's defense has some success. And if that's the game plan that you're going to see from Kansas City, it's going to be tough for this game to get over the total. I think they got to play to the under. Cincinnati's going to try to limit them to eight or nine possessions. They've done it in all the games they've played. The only game that got to 10 possessions and it actually went to 11 was the overtime game. Since he does a great job of limiting possessions, I think they will. Tremendous information and analysis of Mike Samich. Jarek McKinnon over three and a half receptions as well. Kind of rounds out the plays. And you're, the importance of the number of two and then also four over the past few years. I think it's very good that you pointed that out as well. RacingDudes.com. Thanks, Mike. Awesome if we don't job. talk to you, Mike, get, and good luck with your move as well, Mike. Mike Samich, thank hey, you very yeah. much. Enjoy it. Sell a lot of Prince Harry and, and Megan when you get out there, please. <laughs> yes, Say, say hi to the royal family. When we come back, royalty joins Mike Palm. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, if you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro with an introductory offer right now. It's only $9.99, so VEASAN Pros get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN hosts and guests. You get the tools like our betting splits, let you see where the money and bets are moving for every game, deep dive betting reports. We talked about Michael Lombardi's exclusive articles over there. VEASAN betting guides. The betting guides are very invaluable. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's only $9.99 right now. Become a part of the sports betting network vcin.com slash subscribe for $9.99. Okay, we're back. Michael Lombardi there. I'm Patrick Maher. We head to Circa and say hi to, of course, Mike Palm, Bon Vivant there. Not just Circa Sports, but vcin. And we say hi, Mike. How are you? Good morning, Patrick. Good morning, Michael. Michael, good to have you back on the show. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate you filling in for me yesterday. It was very kind of you. Thank you. I'm sure it, everything went well, and you, you handled uh, Ben as well as you could be expected. He didn't dazzle you with all those statistics that he loves to hit me with. Uh, well, we, I fed him some uh, tennis talk, and, and he, was, he was pleased right <laughs> off the top, and things went smoothly. You know, I can't be Michael Lombardi. I can't even be Patrick Maher, so all I can do is, is be Mike Palm. But what a, what, a, what a just terrific combination you guys are. Really, really an ageless duo. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. The yeah. the you mentioned tennis. There does f- seem to be. I I don't know about the betting market, but there's not a ton of buzz because it feels like it's Djokovic's tournament to take. Yeah, I think when uh, his his fellow uh, competitors started qu- questioning him, uh, it gave him even extra motivation. Really, the Iga out, but the two, uh, you know, the two sides with Sabalenka rolling down the women's side, and then and then. Uh, the Joker, just a prohibitive. I mean, when you got to lay more than two thousand in a semifinal match, it's, yeah. it's sort of ridiculous. But he's making quick work of the opponents, so um, there it is. I think the women's final should be a good win, though. I actually, at the price to take Rabakina as a dog, I think might be worth it. Mike, let me ask you. I've been, I've been meaning to ask you this: Circus Swim weekends with the weather in Vegas mm-hmm. not being so warm, is Circus Swim still busy as ever? Yeah, Stadium Swim. You have to remember the heated pools, Michael. So all. Six pools are heated. Now, weekdays in the off-season, so we say, you know, mid-November through really the end of January, the off-season. Monday through Friday, we just keep the top section open, level five, right? Because we, we don't have as much demand, so we don't need the whole the whole bottom, level four. Uh, but still on the weekends, I mean, wildcard weekend and divisional weekend, we still had over 1,500 people out there. Um, wow! Watching the NFL games, so it's still strong, and you know, and the temperatures are mid fifties to sixty. I know it could be in the sixties, but it's always ninety six in the pool. <laughs> and it doesn't matter time of year; you can always find Bill Ad with the water wings on in the pool, right? Yeah. Mike Palm, he's always in there. Well, he's always he had that blonde with him last week. Bill Ad, curiously, Uh-oh. is is not in studio today. He's been, I think, the last three weeks been here for my segments. He must be elbow deep in the rubrics cube that is the the vsen spring lineup so we will give him the pass this time well he was with he was with one of the great legends of instagram he was with Callie bundy who is the most accurate thrower of any thrower i've ever seen uh on uh on she throws footballs and hits targets from like have you ever seen this basketball from far away remarkable i mean and she's a, a fitness she's a fitness guru. So Bill Ad is hanging in ha- and, and and really really good company. Now people like where he lives. They like circus. So that, that's yeah. an attraction as well. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, the buzz at Circus Sports as we head into conference championship weekend. What's new there? It, it, are you getting heavy action on either of the games one way or the other? Uh, we're seeing uh, Eagles Eagles money. We'll see more San Francisco money as we get to the weekend because these crowd, this, you know, Michael, last Sunday was an incredible scene here in Dallas always has a ton of fans, but here at Circa, there were more 49ers fans. And we saw it when the the Raiders played, they've been coming out consistently Uh, more 49ers here at Circa in the book and at the, at the swim over at bar Canada, where I was, it was probably 60, 40 Cowboys fans, but that, that was a great scene and, and we actually got a great game out of it. So, uh, but we have seen some Eagles uh, money right now. We're still hanging at two and a half. I think it stays there. It's hard to get either of these games to three and, and in the AFC game either way. Um, and just that teaser protection, you need a little bit. If you, you get these dogs to take 10 points on these teasers, these teasers have been invincible in the playoffs. Uh, it hasn't been too good for the bookmakers. So you sort of have to look at the teasers as well with the money. Uh, and then the other side, of course, is just bouncing back and forth based off all the news, whether it be real or not, on Mahomes. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I, I would be surprised if uh, if the Eagles – I mean, I know Thomas Gable is going to need San Francisco by the time this is all said and done. because it, it, But all this Philly money hasn't moved the number, though, huh, Mike? That's the surprise part. 
It's moved the juice a little bit. So we're at 115, probably going to uh, 120. Uh, and I know at, at two and a half, we'll even go up to 130 uh, because you, you don't like to get on, come off those threes. It, the, the middling part is the worst. You just can't get yourself middled or sided. And both of these games, think about it. You got two championship games where the numbers are essentially even uh, with the home team, you know, getting the benefit of a point or two for home field advantage, maybe two for Philadelphia. And then whatever of the of the four combinations of Super Bowl matchups, I don't think you're going to see a line that's more than one, maybe one and a half. So, I mean, we've got an absolutely terrific Final Four. We hope the games can live up to it. No doubt. Just an update no for you, we Mike Palm. Just an update from Mike Palm. Uh, no goal first half in the Netherlands. Yeah, that that cash is for you. I just wanted to make sure was, you knew that you won was, your bet. I'm, that was I, a, saw, I saw you looking, so I was saw a, you peeking at you. That was a nice little hit. Patrick, I want to go off script just a little bit. Yeah, because the, I, I wrote, you know, I usually write five questions, and then we have to narrow them down to three. And I really hated to do it this week because all five were just superb. Uh, I will say a, a great fit of humility. But I'd like to do one now in this segment because it's it's related to what we just talked about, about Mahomes. Michael, yes. we all saw Mahomes get hurt, barely be able to walk or hand off, fight off trainers and his coach to stay in the game, go in for x-rays, probably get a Toradol shot at the half, and resume playing. Quite the contrast from Lamar Jackson, who granted doesn't have Mahomes' financial security, but Mahomes indeed embodies what you want your quarterback to be. But what I want you to do, Michael, is take us inside the mechanics of what went down. Obviously, every team is different, and Mahomes has more clout than, let's say, a Mike White. But whose call is it in a situation like this? The employer is the Chiefs. Mahomes is their investment. Andy Reid has both the status and clout to sit him down. When does the club need to protect the player from himself, a la when Justin Herbert played with broken ribs and did not play well, versus allowing a player to exhibit the courage and leadership Mahomes did since it is his career? Does Mahomes make the call? Does Reid? Does the GM? Does the owner? Or does the medical staff? So I think the argument wasn't, can I go back in and play? I think the argument was, my opinion, from my experience, the argument was, I, I want a shot. I want to get the shot. And the trainer's like, it makes it worse for next week if you get the shot. This will help you get through the game, but it'll make you worse for next week. I don't think, if it would have been a broken bone or he couldn't stand on it like Tony Pollard, they would have not let him back in. But because he was able to convince themselves that all he had to do was to deal with the pain and that he'll deal with next week, next week, to me, that was the argument. It wasn't going back in. The argument was, hey, if we give you, if we inject you, it, it could really affect your play next week. It's going to make you feel good now. As Tony Romo said, it's the best you're going to feel. But for some reason, he's been able to get through it. So I think that was the argument. I think ultimately the head coach has got the authority to say, you can't function and you're going to get hurt. You're a lame, you're a lame duck out there. The Justin Herbert one's a perfect example. The first series of that game against Jacksonville, he could not throw the ball effectively. If you were anybody but Brendan Staley, who thinks he has 120 IQ that's really 180, you would have said, there's no way you can play. right? There's no way. Just watch the first 10 plays of that game, and you're risking his career. He didn't do that. That's the call that the head coach has to make. Because remember, clear to play doesn't actually mean you can play. It means the doctor says you're okay. But that doesn't mean you can play. And the player has to agree he can play. Lamar probably said, I can't plan on my knee. We know this about quarterback, about high ankle. 
You can move straight ahead with a high ankle. It's when you have to laterally change direction. Lamar's knee requires lateral change direction. If it's not stable, he can't do it. Palms pressing three turned into palm pressing four. Do we have a fifth? Yeah, got a minute. A quick one. Quick one. Michael, yeah. is the coaching matchup you're most looking forward to this weekend? Andy Reid against Lou Anarumo. I don't know how this guy isn't getting interviewed, but what he's did with the Cincinnati defense is nothing short of spectacular. And let's remember in the last two matchups, advantage Anarumo in the second halves. No doubt. He's outscored him. He's, you know, he's done a great job. But the one I'm looking most forward to is Kyle Shannon and Jonathan Gannon. I think Gannon has a chance to show people he has more of a diversification within his defense. And if he can catch Kyle off guard, I think he becomes a head coach. I think that's the one. I think Lou Romo's done a great job. However, that being said, there's been some real breaks. And I think the fourth quarter of that championship game, Mahomes was hurt. I think that helped Lou tremendously. The most impressive thing about Lou Amarillo is we've pronounced his name three different ways on the program yeah, today. I'm, one my way, we'll one Palm's way. Louis, Louis, Louis. <laughs> Louis yeah, from Staten Island. Palm's, pre- <laughs> Palm's pressing five turns into Palm's pressing three. Next, here at Lombardi Line. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, thank you, Elliot. It's BetMGM, the best loyalty program in the game. Remember, every time you place a bet at BetMGM, it's like your credit card. You accrue points, so you can use those points for airfare, hotel stay, and also free bets. It's a no-brainer. BetMGM.com to download the app or just place a bet. 
1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue 21 years or older. Okay, we're back. Let's not waste any time. Of course, I think Bill A.D. has re-entered the picture. He is one of the founding fathers here at VSIN, also the founding father of the Daily Newsletter and the main hotel booker at VSIN. But more importantly, for Bill A.D., the, his favorite segment on VSIN, all of the programming, is your stay here on the Lombardi line, uh, Mr. Palm. Is that true? I've heard that. Bill, you know, this is a, a, a not a well-known fact. Bill Adi actually books more hotel rooms at Circa than Expedia. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does. I don't doubt he's that. got his hands in every pot. He's he's a fastidious man, that, that, that Bill Adi. He's got his hands in many pots. Okay, let's get to it. Palms pressing three. We've got two stellar ones out of the way. Let's get to number one here. Go ahead. All right. Michael, I'm ready. Yeah, let's have some fun off the top here, Michael. Let's play some fantasy yeah. hot stove football, or as Bill Simmons calls it, who says no? I think I have the fix for three teams this offseason. The Cowboys call up the Jets and offer Dak Prescott for the number 13 pick in the draft. It's clear by now that Dak isn't winning a Super Bowl in Dallas, and the Cowboy fan base has seen enough. Dallas gets out from under Dak's contract and the Jets get a borderline top 10 quarterback that excites their fan base and is a huge upgrade for them. Next, Dallas turns around and calls Green Bay and offers the 13th pick in the draft that they just got from the Jets and their own first-round pick at number 27 for Aaron Rodgers. Dallas upgrades from from Dak for two years, reunites Rodgers with McCarthy, and Rodgers gets to play indoors and with renewed motivation. The Packers can now turn the page, see what they have in love, and have two first-rounders for the rebuild. The caveat, obviously, is Dak has a no-trade clause, but maybe he'd welcome the Big Apple as he's already in too many commercials. Thoughts? Who says no? Well, I think salary cap may say no here, Mike, because there's a lot of moving pieces, and certainly there's a way to reconstruct some of these contracts to kind of get offset that. But my sense of it is Woody Johnson might say no. Woody Johnson's going to say, if I'm giving up 13, I want Rodgers because I want to win right now. I don't want to go through what Dallas went through. Remember, Woody's a fan. So Woody only knows – he doesn't know Dax can be good, bad. He just knows Dax throws interceptions. That's Most owners are fans. So I think Woody would probably be the guy who says no here. And I think Jerry would say no too because I don't know if Jerry can afford Rodgers on his cap – and then have all the other issues as he tries to bring his team together because Jerry's in cap trouble. Jerry's got to figure out, I got to get rid of Zeke. I got to do a couple maneuver, a couple things around. Plus, I got to get better. Oh, by the way, I'm going to have to sign Makai Parsons to a huge, huge deal. So I think it's a lot of the salary cap kind of doesn't work with this. If it did, I would say Woody would say no first. Okay. Tremendous start. Let's get to number two Palms pressing three. Michael, Dan Quinn, the coordinator for the Cowboys, had not one, not two, but three interviews for head coaching jobs this past week. And if I'm not mistaken, was interviewing the day before his team's game in the divisional round versus the Niners. Clearly, Quinn's defense played well and was by no means the reason Dallas lost. But had this not been the case, there would have been a line drawn. Michael, how have we not come up with a better system or way to interview people for the most important opportunities of their lives the same week as the biggest games of their lives. How are clubs yeah, that employ I mean, these coordinators okay with it? It's unfair to the coaching candidate, unfair to the current employer, and creates a no-win situation. What exactly is the rush to hire a coach in the middle of the playoffs? The draft is in April. Free agency is still a ways away. The whole thing feels uncoacher, 
and surely surely isn't ideal. Yeah, I agree. I think, look, you know, Mike Kafka had three Zoom calls Sunday after the game against the Eagles. Three. He did them from a hotel room in, in New York. He had three of them. So I agree. I think it's very, very difficult. I think it's hard to shift from I'm working on a game plan to, okay, let me talk about me becoming your head coach. D'Amico Ryans thought it was so bad he blocked out. Now, D'Amico's rumored to be getting the, the Denver job. I think that's kind of the scuttlebutt behind the scenes. Maybe he's going to get that one, or maybe David Shaw gets that one. I'm not sure. But I think that's kind of the behind-the-scenes talk. I think there's a, there has to be a better way to do this, right? There has to be a better way. And they're trying to not pe- penalize the coaches who are advancing in the playoffs. That's what they're trying not to do. They don't want to hurt them. So they're trying to make sure that they get involved. But I think, to me, they should do it on the day off. Like, I think that Quinn should have done it on Monday. I mean, why do it? Why not wait an extra? Do it on Monday when you when you're getting ready to play a game, or you may be eliminated. I think it should be the day off of the game or the players' day off is the rule that I would imply. If you're still in it, you can only do it on the players' day off on Tuesday or Monday. You can't do it at the end of the week. And finally, for Palms pressing three, it looks like we have a conspiracy theory for number three. Oh, everyone was worried about Brett Maher, no relation to Patrick. Thank you. Would sink the Cowboys versus the 49ers. The fact is, Michael, he did, and I haven't heard a single person seize on the point. Besides the early missed PAT, which psychologically changed the game and allowed the Niners to tie it at six with a field goal rather than still trail, the following can be directly attributed to Mar as well. Tied at six at the two-minute warning, Dallas faced fourth and four from the San Francisco 35. There probably isn't a coach in the football happier to attempt long field goals than Mike McCarthy, as we've witnessed over the years. But he passed on the field goal, and Dak managed to scramble for a first down. While fans and analytic pundits across the country applauded the decision, did they forget what happened on the very next play? Tony Pollard broke his leg. We then had a four-minute injury delay, and Dak subsequently threw the interception, which essentially ended the game. Had Marr missed the 52-yard attempt that McCarthy would have tried all year, let alone made it and gave Dallas the lead, the Pollard injury doesn't happen, and the entire result in game is different. So not having a kicker you trusted available did end up rearing its ugly head and in, the wor- and in a worse fashion than a missed field goal. Am I wrong? You're completely right. I think you're absolutely 1,000% right, and I said it. I mean, like, look, so they get the ball. He goes there, and he gets the first down. Then they gain eight yards. So now they call that second and two. They call a pass. He throws the, inc- he, he throws the interception after Pollard gets injured. You know, so now all of a sudden things are starting to back up. You're right. I mean, maybe you wouldn't have tried the 52-yarder, but once you got the ball down into territory, you need to slow it down. But the reason you didn't want to slow it down as much is because you didn't trust your kicker to make any kick. I agree completely. I think we're the analytical community to add on to your thing. I think I would have gone in with two kickers, just no doubt. But with 3.08 to go in the game, nobody in analytics is talking about this, and this is what's so wrong with analytics, is is 3.08 to go in the game. The Cowboys take the field. They got first and 10. They're down by seven. That one point kills them. They could have won the game. They're down by seven. They got to score a touchdown, right? They come out and they throw Kellen Kellen Joystick Moore throws three straight passes. Now they punt. Everybody says that's the dumbest thing to do. You can't punt. 
Yes, it is dumb, but it's not for why analytics. It's because they have the best kicker inside the 20 in the National Football League. So even if I get the ball back, I'm getting it at the five-yard line. This is why I don't like analytics unless you apply it to the situation. You've got to apply it to the situation. The reason I would have gone for it on fourth down is because I apply the kicker. The reason I would have told Joystick to call better plays on first and ten is, hey, buddy, we ain't punting. We are not punting here. So let's get a first down and let's get the two-minute. I think you're dead on. But I think people miss. It's, the, it's, the, it's what I talk about all the time. The secret to all victory lies in the organization of the non-obvious. And so often we don't hear about the non-obvious. I'll tell you another thing you don't hear about because there's so much to criticize about McCarthy and the decision to punt and how long it took him to punt. How about the 49ers fair catching the punt with 205? Mm-hmm. If they let it bounce, it goes to the two-minute warning, and essentially you take it another 40 seconds off the clock. It didn't end up biting him, but a terrible decision. But I liked it because here's why. It got him to throw the ball. Now, he got 16 yards on the play. If he would have got nine, it would have been even better. Yeah. But but by by that whole that whole operation was a disaster because the worst thing that could have happened is that like they if if he catches it at two oh nine, okay, you gotta run it there. Two seven, you gotta run it there. Two oh five, I've given you the chance to run or pass and you get nine yards. And now all of a sudden I'm one play behind. You say, Well, he would have jumped off sides. They decline it. So, like, that, it, none of it made sense. It was, look, I mean, I like Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy, but he's a beat, he's, he, he's not a strategist. He's a beat cop. He's never going to be a detective. Will he be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys next year? Mike Palm, Mike McCarthy. Yes. Michael Lombardi. Yeah, no doubt. I think there's he no is. doubt. I, don't, I, I, think, I don't think Jerry has an appetite to pay a head coach $20 million. He spent too much time on the telephone with Al Davis. There's no chance. That's just me. Mike Palm on the way out. Any heavy leans championship Sunday? I like the Eagles. I think this is the Eagles team. You know, they were in cruise control the last third of the season. This is the team from the first half of the year that dominated games in the first half, ran the ball at will. I think it's a tall task to ask a rookie quarterback against that secondary. Well done. Thank you, you, boys. See you tomorrow. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.